So, so... Hey, I'll be right back. Oh, do I... Matt? Matt, I can't do the show without you. Matt... Matt, what are you doing? Uh, well, ev hi everybody. Welcome to the Matt Show. And I'm... Wait, no, no, you can't come I back. I was just doing I the show. To, I forgot to turn off my central air. I want to do a follow-up today. I want to do a follow-up about Generation After Z. Um, is the have we started the episode? Is I thought so. Well, I've been I've been recording now for minutes. Well, I know I'm recording too, but you know we gotta. That's when it starts. When we both to say hit the hello. record button. Hello, Matt. oh, hello, Matt. Hey, Hi. how's your How week? You? Oh, um. Oh, that's a good question. It's good. It's snowing here in Chicago, which is the best. It's like my favorite time because if I'm going to suffer through winter, it might as well be under a foot of snow because it makes well, everything more fun. It makes my job fun. That's for sure. Delivering. Fun, fun, in, fun in quotes or fun for reals? Fun in, no, fun in quotes. Oh. But that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> if anyone's interested, uh, what you're listening to right now is a uh, track from the the upcoming rapper Sex UL, um, and the track is titled "Girl, I Wanna Get Freaky with You Tonight, But I Still Got That Headache and I'm Tired and I Haven't Showered and the Kids Are Still Awake and Can We Just Watch Something on Netflix Tonight Instead?" Which I think, you know, I, I don't usually it, like rap very much, but I, I that song sounds really interesting to me. Yeah, and and uh, it's I, I don't know though. Yeah, I feel like you should have shortened the song title, but. What do I know? Uh, so I, 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 a point of order. Before we yeah. continue, I wanted to follow up with something we talked about last week. Yeah. Uh, which is last week, while we were making stuff up and trying to be funny and saying things, you, you parenthetically, you in an offhand manner, you said, uh, whatever comes, you know, whatever the kids are these days, whatever comes after Generation Z. And... Yeah. And well, let's 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 listen to a clip from that okay. episode. Yep. I think I think the new what is the new generation generation like generation Q? No, uh, I don't know Z. Yeah, it's Z, but I don't. There might be even a new one now. Every five years, there's. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. Every five years, you know, kid, people have kids at five. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, so that was it. Uh, I remember it being funnier. Anyway. Uh, so I took the time, uh, to go actually look it up and it turns out there is a generation after Z. It's called generation alpha. So is that the current generation we're in or is this something that's upcoming that they've already decided to name? Uh, so, well, I mean, we're all, I mean, you and I are millennials. Yeah, we're like at the tail end of millennials or something. We're we're the oldest millennials. Yeah. On but after the millennials, there's the generation Zers yeah. who came of age uh like around this time, who are like 18 now. Right. And and or 20ish now. 
And then the Generation Alpha is the brand new babies that are being born. Ah, like 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 in the last few years, right? And and there and you think about how different the world is going to be when they are twenty compared to now, and compared to when we were born. You know, when we were um, coming of age, and uh, it's it's crazy to think about. Yeah. Uh, I, anyway, so they I, so know, that's it. There's there's the story. That's yes, my, that's our that's story. our update. Uh, I forgot to turn off my central air, so <laughs> that it doesn't. You get you. Up by the microphone. I think you put too much effort into making the sound perfect. Like for example, right now, yeah. behind me, I can my hear wife it. is my it's wife making, is printing things. It's very it's making me very angry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and 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 just crinkling paper arbitrarily, you know, <clears throat> as she does sometimes. Yeah. It's, this is what it's like to be in COVID times, you know? It's like, unacceptable. Um, and, all uh, the spheres of my life are overlapping <laughs> at the same moment right now. I'm um, sorry. Anyway, what were we talking about before you so rudely interrupted? This is just, this is all going to get edited out because of the printer in the background. So I don't care what, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you say. You have to put some kind of, you have to put some kind of, some kind of message for the people who are searching, like, who are like, man, this episode's so short. It's like they lost 10 yeah. minutes. What happened? Yeah, and you yeah I'll, I'll, I'll record something on my own uh, later on. And uh, just no, you should record You should talk about how important it is to have a good recording setup before you record the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a science article I wanted to share. Oh, 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 okay, sure. D yeah, is, so, this a, is this going to be a recurring thing, or is this just like a one-off? I, I just read this. I, I don't know. It depends okay. on if there are any interesting science articles that exist in the, the future ever okay. again. Yeah, good question. <laughs> okay, great. I'm ready. Uh, well, no, this is just uh, a physicist has worked out the math that makes paradox-free time travel possible. Um, and I don't know, it, you know, it's the whole thing where if you go back in time and stop your parents from meeting, uh, you know, or kill your grandfather or whatever, and then you're never, you're, you've, you'll never be born to go back in time to do that in the first place. And it's like this paradox. Sure. And so this this is from uh, sciencealert.com. That, well, that sounds reputable. I don't know. And uh, well, this is a, uh, I think it's, yeah, it's a, this was a physics student, so... Come on, what does he know? <laughs> Jermaine Tobar from the University of Queensland in Australia, uh, he said he worked out how to square the numbers to make time travel viable without paradoxes. Not necessarily that this is true, but he says it's like theoretically not going against the laws of physics. Or Did whatever. you say Jermaine? I guess. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. G-E-R-M-A-I-N. That sounds like a woman's name. Um, It says he. Hmm. Mm. Okay. I mean, wh whatever. Uh, you know, it's it's Australia. They don't know. They, they're all backwards over there. They, I mean, they, it's upside down. Well, no, it's, it's technically upside the other down. Way. <laughs> it's, it's technically upside down, not backwards. But yes, I understand what you mean. Yes. By the way, that is a myth that the toilets flush backwards. Okay. Um, is, this, uh, is, this, is this another article you're going to share? No. Uh, okay. Uh, side note. Well, you know. Uh, we'll probably have a, a, another we'll update about with that, that. Yeah. <laughs> next time. <laughs> um, well, so what he's saying is uh, that the calculations show that space-time can potentially adapt itself to avoid paradoxes. Um, 
So imagine a time traveler journeying into the past to stop a disease from spreading. I guess that's a fitting topic right now. If the mission was successful, the time traveler would have no disease to go back in time to defeat, right? But Tobar's sure. work suggests that the disease would still escape some other way through a different route or by a different method, removing the paradox. So it's like whatever you do in the past, um, everything will somehow find a way to become exactly the way it is now at this moment. Um, and he says the math checks out. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you know I don't know. They're, they're, uh, mm, mm, I mean, like, mm. that doesn't make any sense. Well, listen, nothing about time travel really makes sense to me anyway. So I guess yes. the only thing that really makes sense is that it's just not possible, I guess. Yes. But, you know, it, it's kind of like, I mean, are you telling me, basically, in order for the universe to correct itself, things would have to happen that would never happen normally in the universe. Right. Like, I mean, you're telling me if you, like, killed Da Vinci before he painted the Mona Lisa that someone else would just paint the Mona Lisa? Like, I don't know. It's just, like... I think it's this... I like, and So I haven't read the article, so I don't know, but I... No. Well... I can already tell you that this is an example of something being true on a small quantum level being applied to macroscopic objects. Like the ones that we see in the real life. So, for example, right. what he might—he might have been taking something like, uh, like some 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 notion of like quantum superposition or some concept of like, um, uh, about about our observability of like of of like things at the very small scale and 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 the time travel capabilities of a particle, and then some either he or some reporter said. Well, what if it was a? Well, what if it was Da Vinci? You know, like, or what, like, like instead of just a particle, right? And then, like, and that th those are like that's like a level mismatch, right? Like, it's not fa it's not true that the rules that govern things at one level of existence also governs the things at another level of existence, right? Yeah, because just yeah, because it, particles behave this way does not mean that humans behave this way. For example, it's like it's like a tunnel vision. This guy has he, he's focused, you know, bent over his desk, focused on this one particular problem in his one particular field, and then he's like extrapolating it or whatever into like a larger scope that isn't even necessarily. Yeah, or maybe true. it wasn't even him. Maybe it was just the reporter who was right, trying to it, summarize it's this a, and like trying to make science, it. Yeah, yeah, popular science. It's not like I'm reading from a from a peer-reviewed scientific journal or something. This is just, uh, yeah, somebody trying to put a spin on something. Um, for or even, or like, even in the most generous interpretation, trying to make it so that it's easily understood by the people rather than talking about something like fermions or something or bosons. Instead, talking about something like you're a boson. Like, right. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> talking about something like you understand, like, oh, going back in time to stop a disease, which is like a more concrete idea you can think about versus like this random particle going back in time a few seconds. Well, you know, has the, no meaning. I, I, I kind of one reason I shared this article is because I've been thinking recently about time travel and how much we really don't want time travel. If you really think about it. Um, well, especially no, if there no, is what do a you mean? Well, if the, if there is a paradox thing, right? Like I'm assuming there'd be a paradox and people have these obvious examples like, well, you don't want to go back in time and screw something huge up, you know, sure. and suddenly, you know, we lost World War II and, and, and Hitler's ruining the world or something. Yeah. But like, I'm thinking about just like <laughs> the everyday practical things, right? Like, like, you know how like <laughs> when you screw something up at work and your boss yells at you yes. and you're like trying to defend yourself, the one thing you can always say 
is, well, what do you expect me to do? I can't go back in time, right? <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine? Can you imagine if your boss was oh. like, you're going to fix this. Go <laughs> fill out a time machine report, you know, or fill out a time machine, <laughs> you know, form, and, and yeah. get in the company time machine and figure this out. Um, I mean, like, mm-hmm. can you imagine? And, like, and people would get obsessive about it. You know, all the little, like, childhood traumas you had, like, yeah. like oh, God. Or, like, I wish I hadn't said that one thing at that one time. And, like, people would get, like, OCD and they'd go back in time and, like, try to make their days perfect. Yes. And, uh, like, oh, yeah, it, absolutely. I think that and, is, and even the thing is so real. Yeah. And you would go back in time and time would pass for you. And then you'd get back into your own time, which means that, like, you would, like, Age. <laughs> like, can, can you imagine if, like, you came into work one day and your, like, 30-year-old co-worker had, like, it was, like, bald with gray hair and had wrinkles, and you're like, dude, Jim, what happened to you, man? He's like, I just had a lot of shit I had to do last night. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah, yeah, I mean... Or like, or like, you know, your wife is like, uh, "Honey, this the, the the milk in the fridge is expired. Will you go buy some more?" And you're yeah. like, Wait a minute, I'll just go in the time machine. There's two <laughs> weeks ago when the milk wasn't expired, you know, <laughs> and bring it back and too. take it and bring it back. Yeah, but so the much easier is, than going to the, the store. But the problem is, your your mother, your your mother, your wife from from two weeks ago would figure out what was going on, and as soon as you got back on the time machine, what? That was a really complicated slip up. The mother thing, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Sorry. Mother, wife. I'm no, sorry. No. So, you know, then your, 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 I'm saying it again. Your mother, your wife from two. <laughs> it's it's. I have another science article about Freud. No. Uh, <laughs> so your wife from two weeks ago would have would have figured this out that yeah. the milk was suddenly vanished, and then by the time you get out of the time machine, she's standing there going, "I know what you did." You know, so you wouldn't even. There'd be all these like little like unintended consequences. They would just create more problems in our lives. Um, yeah, yeah. I I good. agree with you. It's not not good at all. Uh... <laughs> um, uh, we have a we have a mat hat because we are <gasps> mat hatters, and we choose hats. We choose topics out of this hat. We don't choose um, hats. Well, we, we did choose, choose hats. hats. We stopped hat, choosing hats. The hat chooses us. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna consult with the mad hat. Uh, but first, this podcast was brought to you by Flagranzia. Are you tired of those unsightly nose hairs that just keep coming back? Are you fed up with that awful odor that's there every time you get in your car, no matter how many times you clean or how many different air fresheners you try? Well, now there's Flagranzia. With Flagranzia, carpet stains are a thing of the past. Just log into your free account online, follow the easy-to-navigate setup guide, and start growing your audience in minutes. It's that easy. Flagranzia's patented formula has been tested extensively by leading pediatricians to ensure that your home is protected from unwanted prowlers so you can sleep soundly at night knowing your body is getting the support it needs to succeed in getting your business up and running. For... (laughs) I just turned, I can see you laughing. Uh, Four out of five dentists recommend Flagranzia as the number one brand of moisturizing cream for people with sensitive information that needs to be protected from cyber attack. Whether you're a longtime homeowner or traveling overseas for the very first time, our team of trained experts will help make your investment portfolio, you uh, will help 
make your investment portfolio get you the most money back on your taxes. And our licensed medical staff will work around the clock to save you more money on car insurance than you can with your current cell phone provider to help your consulting business grow its clientele so you can start earning your online degree today. And with unlimited cloud storage and Wi-Fi Bluetooth connectivity, you can be approved for a personal loan within minutes. And cleanup is a snap for on-the-go lawn care so your makeup won't smudge. See why millions of Americans are turning to Flagranzia to help pay down unsecured debt. Simply visit flagranzia.com and start your 14-day trial today. There are no upfront costs or hidden fees, and our 90-day return policy means your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. So what are you waiting for? Visit flagranzia.com today and find out how you can find the new you and just be you so that you can do you. Flagranzia. Outdoor deck treatment done right. Not to be combined with other drugs containing necrostratum morpheline. Check with your doctor to see if it is safe for you to take Flagranzia while operating a dust broom or napkin dispenser to avoid risk of electric shock. Ages 4 and up. Batteries not included. Some assembly required. Flagranzia is not responsible for any problems in your life which may still remain after using Flagranzia or its services. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. <clears throat> I, I, I don't These, mean to be laughing at our sponsors. I'm it's sorry. It's not funny. These are the people that are that are keeping this podcast. I you understand. Know, I understand. Going. I mean, come I'm on. I'm very sorry. Here's our uh, sound of our mat hat. The yeah, infamous gotta, sound of the, the paper rustling. We're, we're associating that Pavlovian response right now. That's right. That's right. Keeping you drooling for... Uh, it's what you crave. Okay. Uh, what is the difference between the Marble League and a real sport? What? That's amazing. That's the you, that's the, the, the the most recent one you suggested. Uh, is the one what are the picked. odds? Do you know what that is? Do you know what the Marble League is? The odds is like one in fourteen or something. Listen, uh, <laughs> I, so you, <laughs> I I uh, so I was gonna say I put this topic in, but I actually have no idea what you're talking about. So you're gonna have to explain it to me. And oh, I would love to. First. This is this is. I'm so excited that we got to talk about this uh, <clears throat> because I think this is actually very important. Uh, as for for humans to understand, like mm-hmm. for us as humans to understand, uh, the Marble League is a is a a YouTube series you can watch on YouTube where uh, marbles compete in order to win the Marble League trophy uh, at the end, and uh, and you might be thinking like, well, marbles can't really compete. Because they're not sentient, and that is not true. Because if you watch the if you watch the YouTube channel, you'll understand that this is this is serious business. So there are there are sixteen, I think 12, 16, 16 teams that compete in the Marble League in a in a series of events. You know, maybe it's ten events, maybe it's twenty events. Things like the high jump, uh, swimming courses. Um, uh, the the funnels, which are one of my favorites. How does a marble swim? Uh, well, so in this case, it's a water course. The marbles all line up at the start. All the teams that are competing, well, usually it's four at a time. Uh, when it's sort of these like competitive head-to-head events, there'll be four, maybe maybe four at a time. The you know they'll they'll pull the trigger. The marbles will then try to get to the finish line through the water as fast as possible. Okay, and they're allowed in the swimming event. They're allowed to like bump each other to like mm. gain a little advantage or something. That's that's allowed. That's that's not uh, legal or anything. 
Anyway, and if you and then depending on how well they do, maybe they're competing against. Even though maybe it's like head to head, like heats. Maybe they might be comp- competing against all the other teams and just going based off time. It might be like sort of knockout elimination. You know, the one who wins will like continue continue on until you just get one winner. But anyway, at the end of each event, there's a ranking of like best to worst marble team for that event, and then you get points. And then after all the events are done, whoever has the most points gets gold, silver, bronze, etc. Down the list. I think I do vaguely remember you <clears throat> sending me a video of this, um, and I remember. Th- I mean, well, let's talk seriously about this <laughs> because I don't know if this is a serious question or this whole question's a joke. Because I remember this being just like, uh, like a gag. I mean, it, it's sort of it's sort of a gag. Like on one hand, like marbles are not sentient. And it's just marbles, and they're just right. rolling down a course. And the, yeah. and in some sense, like, who is going to win is random, or maybe even totally predetermined by physics or something, right? Right. Uh, but on the other hand, there are these teams of marbles competing. <laughs> and they are, there are coaches who get fired, and then there's, uh, but when they screw up, or sometimes there's, like, a fan who'll, like, r- run onto the field in the middle of the event, and they have to stop competition. <clears throat> And, and anyway, so this has been going on for many years and it's, yeah. it's somewhat popular. It was actually, uh, they were looking for sponsorships this summer and John Oliver sponsored them. So, uh, which is amazing. So the summer, the summer marble league went on and now of course they're in the middle of the winter marble league, which is going also going well. I haven't kept up with it this, this winter as much. I'm waiting until a few more, uh, shows come out so I can watch more at a time. But anyway, um, but anyway, so the teams also the teams are also important. There's actually maybe 30 teams that try to get into the Marble League. And so these these teams provide so they are real teams. I mean I they're marble like teams. Just, I thought this was just like one uh guy making a YouTube video with a bunch of marbles, but That's also true. <laughs> but there okay. but there are so it's but there not are like, marbles. So so for example I was thinking, well maybe maybe there is like people who like submit their marbles to compete. No 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 no. So he owns all the marbles. Okay, all right. So th- this his is his name is Yella. I think he's from uh oh, oh man, Finland. Well listen, not, this is uh, this is this is not a this is not a sport because it's not um I mean, really, it's it's just it's it's an entertainment. It's entertainment. It's like it's like making a movie or something. Um, and but I guess you don't know. In a sense, it's not scripted because he doesn't plan which marble gets right. to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. But, you don't know who's going to win. So and and so and then. <laughs> but if you think about it, like the different marbles, they all come. They're all somehow connected. So like the different teams are connected. So for example, the O Rangers, which is my favorite team, all the marbles are orange. Right or the green ducks, okay. they all are of the same green sort of color or like temper. Then there's the cat's eyes, crazy cat's eyes, of course, which are look like cat's eye marbles. And then there's like the you know, a team primary, of course, different different primary colors. So, so anyway, they just have a bunch of these different teams. Mm-hmm. Of course, I, I'd be remiss not to mention Team Momo, of course, and uh, and they they went through a really bad. They had a really bad accident a couple of years ago. Really sent the team back. A couple of uh, a couple of years, but I think what they really that? picked up this year. Oh, it was it was really terrible, actually. Uh, there is a, a competitor, I believe it was Momo Momo, was going down the course, and and I don't even know what happened. But the next thing you know, he like had broken something, mm. and as a result, like he was out of the competition. Like it was done. 
But luckily, they had like a backup, they had a reserve. So who was able to, Mimo so was did, able to jump did in. Did the marble actually get like chipped or cracked yes, or something? Yes, mm. yes. It was really, it was really serious. Um, you know, they didn't show some of the, some of the worst details on the, on the, on the, on the feed, of course, on the video, because it's just gross, right? But, but they, uh, but, but then later, actually, but he's okay, but I don't think he'll ever compete again. Because like, it's, you know, it's well, a pretty why serious not? wound. Why can't you just keep, why can't you just roll him and see what happens? Well, he's got, he's got some chips. Like, I don't think he'll be a serious competitor, right? He can still like do it, but he can't like do it at the, at the performance level he was working at before. Uh, how do you know? Well, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know, but he, but he's not been in any competition since. Well. So maybe he's just, maybe he's just a little bit worried or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, but Momo, yeah. Momo, I don't think he's back. Uh, um. Anyway, so, so, so they made these different teams. And but the, the, because the marbles are all of the same, like, kind, they all have the similar, they have similar characteristics, which means that some of them maybe are naturally better at some of the competitions. Like some marbles might be larger. Some might roll better in different circumstances. Some might be roll small. And so you, depending on the event and the events are coming up, maybe one team is already going to do better. You know, for example, the the Savage Speeders, which is, the I think, the Arranger's biggest rival, is always, they're always like one or two. Like they're very, always really like competing against one another, Arrangers and Savage Speeders. So they're very similar marbles. But the Savage Speeders just took the gold during the summer uh, marble league. It was just, oh, it was the worst. It was such a disappointment. It was like huh. down to the last event, and then the, and then they lost. It was just it was I was crushed. Yeah. So you've been following Marble League. It sounds like pretty. Oh yeah, closely. for years. It's fun, and it's just it's so much fun. And I I don't like sports at all, usually. Right. Like watching um the footballs or the so or soccer <laughs> or whatever is okay, but 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 or baseball is really boring. I just don't find yeah, them me, particularly me interesting. Neither. But I this I... I find super fun to watch. And I really enjoy it in the same way I find the Olympics fun to watch and really enjoy it. And so I think I have hmm. this hypothesis that like, this is all, this is just a sport, just like everything. One of these other things are sports. Well, okay. But, uh, it's interesting that you, that you say, uh, that you enjoy watching it in the same way that you enjoy watching the Olympics, because now you're asking the question of the experience of the person viewing the sports and like what the difference is there. And for you, there is no difference. Yeah. Um, and I think that's interesting. And it's a separate question from like kind of more objectively, what, what is a sport, I guess. Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think the question of, I don't think it makes sense to ask the question like objectively, what is a sport? Like what is art or whatever? I don't think it makes sense to ask it from the subjective perspective. Like if it if it walks like well, a duck, talks no, but like I a mean, duck, I, well, everything we're saying is subjective because we're saying it right. in our subjects. Right. But I mean, then if you define subjective versus objective in the way that the word objective has no meaning, well, then you're not really. Um, that's not really fair. I'm I'm saying objective <laughs> as in like from um, the doing of the sports. I guess is what I mean from that side right. of it. Uh, what's the difference? And there are very clear differences there. Um, eh, because, I, well, I guess, I don't know. Is there? If you, Is there? If you want to argue that, that, that marbles are sentient, uh, you know, I mean, that's all. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, okay. But I, I, I don't, um, I'm going to say that they're not. <laughs> 
for the sake of argument, I know okay. I could be very well okay. be wrong about this. I mean, I, I, and it's pretty offensive if there are marbles I, listening right now. The, yes, I'm gonna. I'm willing to take that chance. Uh, <laughs> I, I really am. Uh, it's a risk I'm gonna um, take upon myself. But uh, you know, so okay, there's that. Like the, the half of this. Okay, so. What's interesting about this is you're saying that people watching it are enjoying it in the same way that people watch it or enjoy sports because um, the from the sense from the other side of it of how it gets created, then yeah. it is totally made up. It's it's I mean not totally because there's chance involved, but it's it's this one guy is producing it. He's like a movie producer, and so he's these the, the drama and the narrative is is created by him entirely. Like, uh, I mean, the fact that the marble cracked. Okay, the fact that in real sports, when somebody gets injured, the reason they don't continue playing is because there's a history in human history of knowing what an injury means and that if you injure yeah. yourself, you're unable to compete. But right. this is not a, a, a this marble league hasn't been around long enough to know, like, like if one uh, marble gets cracked, well, uh, let's keep I mean, rolling it, was, it and see what it happens. Was, like, I don't mean to go again. I don't mean to offend our Marvel listeners, but if, if it was a chip, like it was a full, like there are pieces missing of Mo 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 Mo. So. Right, but try rolling it again and see what happens. Why not, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't think they want to push the marble, right? Like if he's, not, he's unwilling to, com- to compete, like it's, it's not... Yeah, but the marble doesn't say anything. So I'm saying that this part of it is made up. It's, it's, a, it's a goofy like storyline that is meant to make people laugh. Or whatever. Okay. Um, so that's that right there is different because you're asking what's the difference. Okay, that right there is different than than real injuries. Uh, so in I don't sport. I don't know if I, I don't know if I agree with you there because <laughs> I have this hypothesis that, um, like, so for example, let's take a sport like football. If if there was one team that won all the time and won every single game forever, no one would watch football. Mm-hmm. So there is an incentive to like play up this narrative and to make the game more quote unquote fair so that one team doesn't always dominate. Well, I'm so, not there is, that, so there are people yeah. constantly like mucking with the odds to make sure yeah. that the game that, that the, it always has a convincing narrative because if it doesn't have a good narrative, it's not really like a sport. Well, I'm not saying that, <clears throat> that the, in real sports, there isn't a, manufactured narrative to some degree um mm-hmm. but that it, it it's it's much uh more true in this marble league um i would argue uh but anyway i guess that doesn't um necessarily hinder the 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 enjoyment of the sport and i i see i'm thinking of a better comparison to the marble league and asking the question of like whether it's a sport uh or maybe just another comparison is like anything that like involves gambling that people place bets on. I'm, I was going to ask, do people like place bets? On- oh, I'm sure. So I, I ran, I helped my son to run the fantasy league for our friends for this over the summer. And it was, it was, it was excellent. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure there are betting leagues on, on, on marbles, just like yeah. there are betting leads on, on football. Yeah. And so like, I guess, Anything that any competition that people start to take seriously in any way, I guess, in a sense, is you can say it's it's a sport, uh, even if it really necessarily isn't from the end of the people competing. 
Um, but from the viewer end, maybe it is indistinguishable from a sport. Like I think, uh, you know, like horse racing is okay. There's people that bet on that and they don't know how it's going to turn out and people bet on all kinds of sports, but like, I, I don't know if maybe I can't think of an example, but I'm sure there are, are, well, there are things that people gamble on that are not, um, people competing, you know, they're just like chance like things that don't you know even roulette you roll or whatever you roll dice or something you don't know what's going to happen and you're rolling them but you're not like it's not has nothing to do with your skill um or like a slot machine and i guess that's not a sport but i feel like if there was like a whole something that's like a competition of like um <laughs> but you like, just you just defined it that way you just said like yeah. as if there was a competition around it right and suddenly poof it's a sport but that's what I'm saying. This is like a competition yeah. around it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay. Uh, wait, wait. I, yeah. Wait, hold on. I looked it up. Mo okay. Mo 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 was ordered to sit out. I'm reading from the from the wiki here. Was ordered to sit out for the remainder of Marble League 2017 after sustaining a chip to the side during the fidget spinner collision event, which is one of my favorite events. But it was pretty horrific. They watched the rest of the Marble League 2017 from the stands as Mimo substituted in their place. Despite rumors saying that they may never be able to compete in any Marble League ever again, Momo Momo fully recovered from their injury and rejoined Team Momo, competing in Marble League 2018. I didn't know that. And then Momo Momo was part of the bobsled team, but then got a concussion and then was then sat out in, in 2018. Yeah. Uh, and did compete in the quals for 2019, but then I don't know if they made it 2019. But they were in 2020. It was good. It was good. It was good to watch Momo back. I guess I guess the the um the question I'm in, interested in at this moment is what's the difference between a sport and just straight up gambling or something like like you know if I were to watch go outside and watch like leaves fall from trees and be like I'll bet you that leaf is going to fall off the tree next and the other person says no I'll bet you this one is and we start like cheering on the tree and then one leaf falls and one of us wins like is that is that a sport then? Yes, um, I think so. I think yeah. like for me, who is not a participant, yes, that is that is equivalent. Because like playing, so then like is I feel like that is one element. Like playing the uh, you know just doing a scratch off or something, or playing the 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 lottery where yeah. you're just individually playing and other people are playing, but there is no um, like. Uh, like um what's the word i'm looking for like uh um not footage uh nobody's like covering this story as like a news story right there's no like like and this person's scratching like there's it's not a it's not presented to right. a viewership right. and and yeah i think that's a i guess a big element in sports yes um, i agree and and that's I think probably what you're getting at here because yeah there are things you might do yourself there are games that we play on our own but yes. it's not a sport because there aren't other people competing with us and then that competition is not uh, kind of televised or presented to an audience of non participants yes yeah. exactly like and, and like so for and and to like give you an example like I have an Arrangers t-shirt. 
You know, like I have actually have branded merch. Oh, Oranger, right. Orangers. Yeah. Yeah. The Orangers. I mean, what yeah, Orangers, yeah. Rangers, the team, the, my favorite team, the Orangers. Yeah. Uh, oh, Rangers, as we say during the games, uh, to help cheer our teams on. Uh, and, and so like, we can even buy merch and like have stuff. I have a sticker on my laptop that's like, you know, Orangers. And so like, it is a, I, I see them as totally equivalent and if you have not watched the Marble League, any of the Marble League, uh, it is worth it to watch um, a, a competition because it is so much fun, and it is is fun how into it you get. As a as, as you know, if you if you don't know anything about marbles, you don't even know anything about the teams, you'll you'll suddenly be like, oh man, I think I really think I'm really glad that like Team One was doing really well, or like, or uh, Midnight maybe you're maybe you're a Midnight Wisps fan, and that's okay. I'm yeah, not judging. Th- this this um, thing, th- this Marble League, is almost like a sociological experiment that is trying to get at the core of what it is that appeals to um, patrons of sports, not necessarily athletes, but patrons of right. sports, um, what it is about sports that, that makes that a sport for, for people who watch sports. Um, yeah. and it's preserving just that mm-hmm. and kind of like getting rid of, or, or not including other things that are not necessary to that, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and so anyway, uh, I want you to go, I want you, Matt, cause I know you haven't seen this. I want you to go, you, Matt, to go watch one. I have I watched one. I remember to... now you sent me a video and I watched one. And I was like, this is, this is funny. And weird, um, and then and I, I kind well, of forgot about it. I didn't realize it was like it, that. People got into it like this. That it was like yes, this type n- of thing. Now with this new knowledge, I want you yeah. to go watch one, and I want you to to tell me which team you think is the best team. <laughs> How many do I have to watch before I like can really get a sense of? I don't know. Of, it's up. To, uh, I mean, you just you keep keep going until you're like, oh my gosh, I am a I am a Rojo Rollers fan. There are some. There are some of you out there. I know you are, wherever you are. Rojo Rollers, uh, but you'll find out. You'll find out. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. If and make this... sure you watch like the A League stuff. Like, don't watch the. I mean, again, no offense, but like, if there are some teams that don't make it to the league every year, you know, then they have to do like the second tier brackets. They do like a little qualifier kind of little mini thing. It's just not as good. They're just not yeah. as skilled at marbling. Uh, okay, I I um. <laughs> It's still weird because you you are talking about this. Um, you definitely have a sense of irony about it as you talk about it. So in that regard, you are different from a regular, from a, a patron of um, traditional sports. <laughs> like the, you know what I mean? There is there is an element that's different there. I mean, you're like uh, this. You understand that this is wow. a big joke. Yeah, you we still just, enjoy. We it. just we just we just. Any sports person left at this point was like, I'm out. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that you That was the are, moment. You we are thinking them. you are thinking of this as this Marble League as a joke. Like the things you're saying are betraying that you do think of it as a joke, but you're enjoying it as a joke as well as uh just the general fun competition of it. But I, I think that a lot of people who watch sports don't think of it in this tongue in cheek, ironic way. Um, yes. I wish I wish they did. I wish yeah. they did because it would be more fun because the the opposite, which is when they think of it super seriously, 
it's just not, it's not fun for anybody. Yeah. Well, and I, maybe that's part of, maybe that's part of, now you're the, I think you're the one offending sports fans. Uh, I, well, I agree. I, I actually don't fire the coach. I, I think that's part of, yeah, oh, that's part of the reason why I don't like sports very much is because I'm like, well, if it's a game, then it should be fun. And uh, so maybe, if, maybe what if I'm, I'm expected saying, to take it seriously, then I'm not going to want to participate, I guess. Maybe what I'm saying is that this is what sports should be. This yeah. is like idealized sports. Anyway, so you're, you're on your to-do list is to go watch a thing, go watch a competition, go watch an event, and then next week or next episode, whenever we, we do this, you need to tell me what your favorite Marble League team is. Or yeah. what the best one is. It doesn't have to be, it needs to be your favorite, but the best, the one you like we'll the best. We'll see. I'm, I'm skeptical that I'm going to, like, you know, care about this any more than any other sports, because I don't even... I mean, like, I love video games, right? But I don't like video game competition i don't really like any competitions i don't even like playing multiplayer games that are we should do just like we should playing. do a whole episode on that one uh daigo versus justin wong street fighter three match what we could do a whole episode on that one moment because it's one of the best video game moments ever like like in this sense like in this uh sports sense oh yeah yeah i don't i don't even know what, well, what see, there's so much to learn, man. Oh, we'll have to see it for another episode, though. Uh, um, anyway, I think it's about time to wrap up this episode. It is. It is. And, uh, uh, yeah, join us next time. Um, it was good to chat with you, Matt. Um, oh, it was good to chat with you, too, Matt. Other Matt. One of us should be named Other Matt. Um, no, no, no. You're the... I, I, I'm the youngest Matt. of us, so I should the be younger. The younger, yeah. I should have... I sh I'm the, so I'm the favorite. So okay. I should keep the Matt moniker, and you have to Fine. just be known as, like, oh. Other Matt. Fine. Why Fine. don't we call you Big Matt, and I'll be Little Matt. Big Matt. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for joining us, everyone. See you next time. Um, to uh, send you off, here is uh, poet, philosopher, and folk musician Vanessa Lee Hutchins with a song from her Pulitzer Prize-winning album, American Shadows. An understated, brutally honest, and deeply personal look at racial and economic inequality in New York City during the 1970s. Here's the album's acclaimed final track, Dance, 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 Dance.
but there is something actually very important I forgot to report, which is that um, oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah, a uh, bit of news, which is that um, the the wall jump in Super Metroid is just as difficult to execute as I remember it being. <laughs> And you never know how it's going to be. And so I, I played Super Metro. I'm like, I've played, I've had more experience with video games in recent years. Maybe I'm like better at this. No, it took me like, I got stuck down that shaft. It took me like an hour to get back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, my God. That's important. It's an important, important FYI. No wonder they give you the sp- Matt Glass's video game habits. No wonder they give you the space jump uh, power up later because so that you can just no one wants like, to do never that. have to do the wall jump again in the game. <laughs> 